Welcome to the Restoration Revival Church of God in Christ podcast. Here teaching from Pastor Dennis Martin. Let's join today's podcast. And uh, tonight I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, so many do, deal with things. So let's let's talk about this tonight. I've dealt with it again. I said in one of my uh, things on Monday nights, and this has been a couple of months ago. And so I want to talk about it tonight here in Bible study. That will be a blessing to someone and I want to talk about, I don't want to call it, uh, I do want to deal with it as a family. Uh, you know, sometimes you have conflicts, disagreements, uh, uh, a clash between or whatever. And sometimes you can have families that are in conflict or at odds with one another. And that happens a lot when you've got small families, big families or whatever. You have these uh, conflicts and everything. So uh, I want to talk about a family in conflict or talk about uh, conflict period. Uh, don't have to be family. It could be anybody. It could be with anything. But we want to talk about conflict and we want to examine some things concerning conflicts. The first thing I want to say to you is that uh, family is important and it's been said uh, many uh, times that there's nothing like Family, you hear that all the time. There's nothing like family, and uh, I know that sometimes that that can be some what we think that's hard to believe, but it is true that there's nothing like family. And I have to say about uh, family on on both sides, uh, and and I'm sure some of you can say this. I, I think of my family on both sides. I think they're incredible, uh, and all of that. But now, with all that being said, I need to say no matter how incredible and wonderful a family may be, uh, they can still deal with conflict. And there are things that come up in families, and they can be the best of families. And we see that all the time on TV, where we see uh, many times they've got uh, celebrities, and sometimes we... uh, people that are stardom in stardom. We didn't see what happened, but when they do documentaries, they will expose the conflicts that they had, whether it was a begin, whether it was uh, uh, with the parents or the children or the siblings, whatever they expose that simply because they try to let us know that there's no perfect family. Everybody has conflict. I don't care what nobody tells you. Everybody has somewhat of conflict when it deals with their families or other things. And so when we start talking about conflicts, we've got to deal with conflicts and understand that conflicts in life are normal. It's not abnormal. It's not something that just happens. Conflicts in, in life are normal. Conflicts happen. They are natural things. You cannot be in this life and not have conflicts. And you conflicts start early. They don't start when you get old or whatever. Sometimes you got children that have conflicts. Uh, years ago, we had conflicts as children, but we did not hold uh, things like people do today. People hold things today, and uh, you know they just go through unnecessary changes and the whole things, and kids kill each other. We we didn't do none of that. Uh, you know, we would we would we would fight or whatever and uh, uh, try to fight. And uh, people would 
uh, you know how they would do years ago. They would put the little, uh, you didn't really want to fight, but you would act like you want to fight. And you remember how years ago when they would put the little, uh, the little stick on your shoulder and they would say, if, if you bad, knock the stick off the shoulder. And you remember how we were trying to do that, knock the stick off somebody's shoulder and we didn't really do it. And they took our hand and pushed it up and knocked the stick off. And the two, uh, uh, two went to fighting and the other people were enjoying the fight and neither one of you knocked the stick off. Somebody else did it. But conflict went years ago, started when we were young. So conflict is natural. And even when you read in the Bible, you can find that conflict is uh, was something that they had in the Bible between families and even in ministry. They had conflict. In Genesis chapter 4, we find Genesis chapter 4, verse 8, where conflict began. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. So we find that uh, we find that Cain killed his brother Abel. So we find that in the Bible. That's that's the, the murder, a conflict that took place. Then we find there was a conflict between Esau and uh, Jacob in Genesis 25. There was a conflict there in Genesis uh, 25. Let's, uh, I won't read the whole thing, but let's just sort of uh, go to it because I want you to, to see this. In Genesis the 20, uh, 25 and uh, verse 23 is where uh, you, we could begin. And notice, well, let's read this because this will be interesting. This is a conflict that began even before they came out. Esau and Jacob, this was a conflict began that began before they even came out of their mother's womb. And I want you to see this because this is very interesting when you look at this. Notice in, in verse number 23, it says, And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, and the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days were to be fulfilled, delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red all over with a hairy garment, and they called him Esau. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel. Notice this. And his name was called Jacob, and Isaac was threescore years old when he bare them. And so you keep on reading, and the Bible said, And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man, dwelling in tents. And uh, Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his vintage. Of, but Rachel, Rachel uh, Rebecca said, I say, loved Jacob. So we see a conflict starting way back in the scripture. There was a conflict. There was something that uh, before they even came out, Jacob grabbing hold of Esau's heel. And so we find that this was conflict, a conflict that began even in the womb. And so when you start looking at it, conflicts are not abnormal. They are normal. If you go through life, there's no way you can go through this life without having them. You will have conflicts no matter what you say or no matter what you think, conflicts will come 
good. All right. And so you have to deal with it. And I think sometimes we don't we don't like to deal with stuff. We act act like stuff don't exist, but we have to deal with it and just understand that there are things and, and it could be family, it could be friends that we've had conflicts and conflicts have occurred. Notice in, in Genesis, or in Acts, should I say, Acts chapter 15, there was contention, a sharp contention between Paul and Barnabas. They had conflict. There was conflict in ministry. Now, we talk about family, but here they had conflict in ministry. So it is possible to have conflict in ministry even. Notice in Acts chapter 15, and when you go down to verse uh, 35, the Bible says when they were there, and Paul also and Barnabas uh, continued in Antioch, uh, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others. And some days after, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached and the word of God and see how they do. And Barnabas determined to take with him John, whose name whose surname was Mark, but Paul thought not good to take him with them, who departed from them, and they went not with them to work. And so he goes on, and notice verse 39, and the contention was so sharp between them. Listen at this. It was so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from another, and so Barnabas took Mark with him. And Paul took Silas, and uh, they went their way. They separated because the Bible said the contention was very sharp. They had a disagreement, and it was a disagreement about who they should take with them. And so we can see even in the scripture that we can find that there is uh, sometimes you can have contention. You can have where you don't. Uh, see things and uh, things don't don't work uh, the way you think they should or uh, uh, you don't agree with someone and whether it's family or friends or whoever we can see where these things take place and where these things happen and so let's look at that and let's pay attention to it so now notice you can have conflicts and so whenever you have people uh, that have two different personalities you'll run into conflict that's why you have to learn to deal with conflict because you're different. Everyone does not think the same way you think. They don't think the same way I think. Even when you get married uh, and you're a couple, uh, it takes a while to jail, uh, you know, because you, you think different. You don't, you, you don't do things the same way. Some, and you got to remember, you were, uh, you were uh, raised different. You weren't raised the same way. And so there can be conflict when it comes even to that. There can be conflict of how one should raise, uh, how one should uh, discipline the children or how one should do this or the other. Conflict. And so there, there's a conflict that can occur when you find that you got different personalities. You just, you're just not the same. And you have to know that. Sometimes Conflict come not because you're mad at each other, but you were raised a different way. You know, you were raised a different way. Uh, if if you were raised in a house where it was very strict, and then you marry someone that was not raised in a house where they were very strict, and y'all have kids, then there's a conflict sometimes in how you raise the kids. 
you have to sit down and discuss, well, how are we going to raise these children? How are we going to do this? Because you got that conflict going on. And that's very uh, normal when you've got two different personalities. They can clash. And we have to deal with that. We have to be honest about that. Even when it comes to church, that our personalities can clash. Families, personalities can clash. Husband, wife, personalities can clash. Siblings, personalities can clash. Are you listening? So we have to deal with that. And it does not matter whether you're family uh, or whether it's a small group or a large group. Conflicts just happen. Even in churches it happens. Wherever conflicts happen, no matter how big the group is, small the group is, you can have conflicts. You you would be amazed to find out you can have just a brother and a sister and they can have conflicts. You can have a large family and they can have conflicts. They don't even deal with each other. Why? Because they're conflicts. And uh, we have to we have to recognize it. Now what I want to talk to you about now is I want to give you some things that we need to do to be able to uh, recognize conflict. We got to be able to recognize the conflict. What do you mean? There's some things we got to look at and and see what may cause conflict. How how do we uh, what what things may cause conflict? And and I think this will help us tonight. Uh, number one, conflict can come between parents and children because the parents may not agree with who who they are dating or getting married to or who they're around or uh, if they're using drugs or if they're disrespectful. So that can bring about conflict. And and you'll be shocked. They don't have to be older kids. It can be these smaller children that can bring about conflict. Conflict can come when you deal with parents and children that have conflict. And and all of us, if, if you're a parent and you've been got some kids and whether they're young or older, sometimes you ran into conflict with your children. Don't mean they had to be disrespectful, but y'all didn't see eye to eye on certain things. Again, whether it was whether they were dating somebody that you didn't approve of or whether they were even getting married to somebody that you didn't totally agree they should. Uh, you know, later on you found out, well, maybe they made a good choice, but you didn't you didn't agree with it at first. It's like, uh, or who they hang around or who their friends are or who their influences are, people influencing them. And so think about it. It, it causes conflict in the house. And especially if they live with you, it causes a conflict. It, it's a conflict there. It's, it's, it's a thing that happens. And it may cause conflicts. It may cause a, a tight place because of conflict. Number two, and I, I'm, I'm moving on tonight. Conflict can come from just having a different point of view on many things. You can be family, the children, uh, the money, the workplace, how you deal with family matters, uh, the best road to take to solve whatever the issue may be. That that can produce conflict because sometimes we you can have a different point of view. And we're talking about family tonight, but let's broaden this and talk about it all over the place, how you can have a different point of view. And, and sometimes where we get conflict is we don't understand that you can have differences of opinion 
differences uh, of a point of view from somebody else doesn't mean that their their point is wrong. Don't mean that you're right. Or no, it just means we don't see this the same way. And there's a different point of view of how we're dealing with it. We all can see things different. You can see how to, uh, you may see differently how to do your money. You may see differently how to, 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 to do some things. So the differences in our point of view about what we uh, think or how we want to deal with it, how we want to solve things, it can be a difference. And sometimes you have to sit down and, and you have to go and, and that's when you have uh, what, what someone says, that's when you have the grown-up conversation. That's when you have the grown-up talk because now you're, you're saying, okay, we've got a difference and we need to resolve this. But my opinion or my point of view is different from yours. So sometimes that's when conversations come in when you can talk about it. Uh, and these are some ways and that may cause conflict that we're talking about tonight. Another thing, conflict can come because of money. I've seen where the conflict has been great uh, whenever it came to money. I've seen where families have been destroyed because of money. I mean, just money destroyed everything. And and you'll be surprised. Money uh, has, has caused families to break up, to depart, and to do things. And it was the key factor in the conflict was money. And uh, when you... When you you know, when you look at that, you would think, well, you know, that that don't make sense, Pastor, but it does. Money has destroyed many relationships, many friendships, many marriages have been destroyed with the money conflict. And and we we have to understand that. We it's not something that you can just act like, well, that don't that don't that don't know. Money has destroyed many things. Because of money, it, it brings about conflict. Money used the right way is a great thing, but sometimes when you use it and when it's, it's, uh, things happen, money can cause those great conflicts in life. And you have to deal with that and, and uh, understand that that's another thing that can cause conflict. Now, here's again. Most of the time, there's always something that initiates the conflict. And it really depends on how we deal with the fire that is burning. Some, something uh, initiates it. Something sets it on fire. Something gets it going. And, and we have to understand that uh, some, some conflicts just don't happen. They happen with somebody initiating them or somebody doing something. That's why we have to ask God for wisdom in certain things of when to do stuff, when not to do stuff, when to say stuff, when not to say stuff, because we can sometimes initiate the conflict. And, and, and sometimes when that fire starts to burn, guess what? We've got to understand this. When the fire starts to burn, we've got to know when to put water on the fire and not pour gas on it. All right. Think about that. You got to know when to put water on the fire. Oh, uh, if in the case of some things, 
uh, in um, when some catch on Friday till you put baking soda on there or whatever. But you got to know what to put on the fire. Sometimes what we find out is people they don't they they keep the fire burning because they don't know when to put water to to douse the fire. They put gas on it. And it goes up. And and have you ever seen people that made a mistake? What do you mean? They made a mistake by thinking they were putting uh, water on the fire and they were actually putting gas on it. And it just blew up in their face. Sometimes you got to know what to put on the fire. Sometimes you, you just got to, uh, I, I know it, it, it may not seem uh, making sense, but sometimes you got to know, I'm not going to put more on this because it's already burning. This is already a fire. It's already burning. And so rather than me putting water on, I mean gas on it, I'm going to back off and see can I put some water to bring it down and then we can deal with this another time. Am I making sense tonight? Because sometimes what, what we don't do is we, we, we put, we, we throw stuff on the fire. We don't know. Sometimes you got to know not to say anything. Sometimes you got to know when to just back out, walk away, because you don't want to put anything on there. It, it, you know, if your house is burning down, you don't want the fire truck to come and put gas on the, on the fire. You want them to put water on it. And sometimes we, we, we put the wrong stuff on things. And that's where wisdom has to come in. And that's what God has to give us wisdom on what to put on things and what not to put on things. Am I making any sense? All right. So we can do that. Uh, one way that conflict happen in families, and, and some of you probably can, can attest to this and say amen to this. One way that conflicts happen is after the death of a loved one. Whether it's the father, mother, sister, brother, death brings us together. You know, you, you get to see people you ain't seen forever and and people are all um, bonding and and everything. And and they really together because, uh, you know, the father died, the mother died or somebody passed away and they come together and and all that. And death brings us together. But I want to tell you that it can also cause conflict. Same thing that brought us together can also cause some conflict. What do you mean? Well, because it caused conflict because your emotions are running high. And the next thing you know, conflict has come in. And you're trying to figure out what happened. Because, you know, when, when people pass and stuff like that, your emotions are running high and things are going. And so sometimes you just, you know, you, 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 you're really not there anyway. And, and you're trying to deal with that and then uh, you can run into conflicts. And, and I've seen families do this where they run into conflicts and it can be the conflict over what do we do with our loved one's possessions? What, what are we going to do with it? How are we going to divide it? Especially when people didn't have a will. We've, we've seen that happen in, in the world uh, with some actors that have passed years ago. Where their bodies were kept out for a long time because families were contesting over the will and, and because they were contesting the will, they were contesting even over the body. And, and bodies were kept out for long periods of time because there was a conflict going on with families. And so we've seen that. And there's a conflict where who has the power to make the decisions after they pass. 
and and the husband can be in conflict with the children and even the siblings if if the wife passed because everyone wants input everyone wants uh, say so I've seen uh, families divided for years because no one wanted to deal with the conflict and and these conflicts happen uh, even uh, when when you're right there I mean just you would think that we would be okay but it, it happens and 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 I've even seen where uh, at services I've seen a video clip that the lady got up the, I don't know if she was having words. But she got up and told everybody in the family, y'all, and walked out the door. Conflict. You see how how these things can take place. And we're we're talking again about family, but it could be anybody. These conflicts that take place, these conflicts that have happened, and and everyone wants to know, well, who's going to get this and who's going to get the car? Who's going to get the house? There are families that are not speaking today. And they haven't been speaking for years. And it's something that their mother and father would not want them to do. But they ain't been speaking for years because of a conflict that happened with them. Over possessions, or even over money, or even over the will. And so you can see where these things take place and where they happen. And so we have to learn how to deal with it. And note some of the triggers of some of the things that can cause um, that can cause conflict, and and that's one of the things I think we fail to do sometimes in church and even in our families and even in relationships. We fail to to understand the triggers of conflict. Some things automatically trigger conflict, and we need to start paying attention to those things. That trigger conflict. Well, what do you mean? Let's 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 get into it. how should we deal with some of these conflicts? Well, number one, here's here's one way we have to deal with it. Someone has to be the grown up in the room. All right? Somebody has to be the grown up. We can't all be acting like children and and look to get stuff resolved. Somebody has to be the grown up. We got to grow up and and deal with conflicts. I know we don't want to deal with it, but sometimes you got to deal with the conflicts where they are. Somebody has to be the grown-up in the room. Somebody has to take the lead on being the grown-up. Now, they may not always appreciate that, but somebody got to be grown. Somebody has to be the grown-up in the room. We can't all be acting like small brats and babies and kids running around pounding because we can't have our way. You got to be the grown up. Mm. Okay, have to be the grown up, and and I need you to understand that. Got to be grown. All right. So let's look at this number two. Sometimes you may have to let time bring about healing in some matters of conflict. I still believe that time heals everything. And sometimes you have to let time heal some stuff. And I've seen it where time has done that in many occasions, in many families, time has been the healer. 
And when, when time heals it, because time has a way of, of healing some stuff. Time has a way of changing your mind about some stuff. And then uh, why does time, how, how does that conflict, well, not conflict, how does that work? Because sometimes you can be, um, let, let's say you, sometimes you can be so um, hard on, on things, but then time gets a hold of you and you start seeing stuff that happens and stuff that takes place. And then you turn around and say, you know what? I, I didn't understand that. Time does that. Time will make you change your mind about a lot of stuff. Yeah, time does that. Time, it, it's almost like uh, your children, they they think you hard on them when, when they were kids. Then they turn around and have kids, and they and you be, and they harder on their children than you ever were on them. And you're like, wait a minute, what? Uh-uh. But now time showed them something different. So sometimes you have to let time bring about healing in matters, in, in things. And, and believe me, when time does it, you'll come out good because time has to give, time gives you a way of dealing with yourself, looking at things from a different perspective, looking at things from a different lens when you let time do about some healing. And you have, you have to do that. And I, and I pray that uh, those of you that are listening tonight that you get this because it sometimes it, it, it just it's just going to take time. You can't rush it. You can't make it happen. You just got to take some time. Time heals some stuff. Time heals some emotions. Time heals some, some things. Somebody said, well, it's been a long time. Give it time. Time brings it around. Time, it, it takes a minute, but time gets you there. All right? So time brings about healing. Uh, the, the third thing is sometimes holding your peace is a good way to avoid and eliminate conflict. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Sometimes holding your peace is a good way to avoid and eliminate conflict. I know you want to get your word in. You want to get your last word in. You want to make sure that they know how you feel. You want to make sure that they got it and 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 you've already put in your mind how you're going to tell them what you're going to say and you coming at them and you want them to know I don't appreciate it. Well, same way that you feel that way, they might feel that way. And so what happens is both of y'all end up butting heads and clashing. Sometimes, grown-ups in the room, sometimes you got to hold your peace to avoid and eliminate the conflict. Sometimes you got to, you got to leave the room, leave the house, or do something to eliminate because the reason you want to do that is because you got to understand, uh, you you know you you need to eliminate it because you don't want to say the wrong things while you in that high gear, and while you feeling uh, that that way and and going. Sometimes you got to hold your peace. It, it is not necessary for you to address everything. It's not necessary for you to put your word in on everything. I know that's difficult. I I know. I, I'm not. I'm I'm not just saying that. I know it's di- sometimes it's difficult to to do that. Sometimes you want you want to get it in, 
and you want to tell them exactly how you feel. Oh, my God, you want to say it, and, and you want them to feel how you feel. But I'm telling you, if you're going to deal with it, sometimes you got to hold your peace. As difficult as it is, you got to hold your peace. I'm talking about your siblings. I'm talking about your children. I'm talking about your family, your friends, whoever. Sometimes you got to hold your peace because you already know. Watch this. That people sometimes are baiting you in to an argument. They're baiting. You, you can tell that they, they are geared for you to get into a conflict with them. Sometimes you got to hold your peace and avoid and eliminate the conflict. Uh, we had a at, at church. I we switched the computer and and we did a we were running something and it had a, a great harm to it. And I went up to the church many days over the last three weeks trying to figure out where is this harm coming from. I did everything I knew to do. Looked at everything I need to look at see how to eliminate the conflict. And I was like, I, I don't get it. I don't know. And it wasn't until yesterday that I went to the church and I did something different. I bought a cord and I did something different. And when I hooked it up to the the way that I had it hooked up or the way it was, I was looking to hook it up, there was no problem. But then when I hooked it up the same way and ran it uh, to the other, other computer, I had two computers, my laptop, but I ran it to the other computer, boom, the harm was there. When I ran it to my laptop, no harm. And I said to myself then, all right, I found the conflict. But where is the conflict? The conflict is somewhere with this computer here because this the only thing that brings about that great harm is this computer. Sometimes you got to know when you are being baited into Something that's conflict, something that's going to be confrontational, and you you got to know it. Sometimes you just got to walk away and say, I, "I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be baited into a confrontation." Because some people love confrontation, and you need to know that. If some people love confrontation, they love stuff like that, and you got you can't uh, allow yourself to be baited in. So you got to do some things to avoid and eliminate conflict, all right? I'm almost there. Timing is important in knowing when to address to address conflict. You got to know timing is important. You got to know when to address it. And then you got to know, again, when to back out and say it's not the right time to do it right now. When emotions are high, you need to give yourself time before you run in the house that's already on fire. <laughs> I'm going to say that one more time. When emotions are high. I hope you're getting this. If, if that makes sense to you, let me, let me uh, just type in the comment section that makes sense. If, 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 if when, Emotions are high. 
timing is important when you have to deal with the conflicts. If your emotions are high, you don't run into to the house that's already on fire. That's how many people have got killed. Their emotion was high. They ran back in to get their dog. They ran back in to get something. And when they when they ran back in to get it, next thing you know, they were overwhelmed with smoke inhalation and they died. Why? Because they ran in the house that was already on fire. Sometimes you can already see that there's conflict. Why are you running in the house addressing stuff when there's already conflict? Time is important. Timing is important. You need to know when to address something and when not to address it. Sometimes you can start to address it and you can already see the posture that people have already set. So you already know, okay, that's going to be an issue. So you just gracefully back out of that and wait to another time. Because believe you me, there always will be a better time to deal with some stuff. Always will be a better time to deal with stuff. And you'll have a better time to deal with it. it I mean, it, it's, 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 it's natural. And you had a better time to deal with it. So we, we have to deal with the conflicts. And I, I wanted to really share this tonight again because I know there are many that sometimes I, I hear from and they's like, you know, I've got this going on with my family and this and so I want you to know that some things you got to know how to deal with, because I think at the end of the day that we can deal with it, but our emotions are too high. When your emotions are high, you don't, you don't need to really say a lot. You know, that's when you need to study to be quiet, because I, I, I can assure you, you're going to say something that you regret or something that you can't take back. You're going to say something that you really can't take back. You're going to say something that is, um, you know, I mean, just really uh, out the way. So when your emotions are high, sometimes it's just best to sit there and hold your peace. Because you're going to say something, and the way you intended it to come out is going to come out a whole different way. And you're going to leave a scar, a mark on someone, and you you may get over it the next day, but they may carry it for weeks at a time. So that's why when your emotions are high, sometimes it's just best to be quiet. You don't, you don't, you don't just, you know, you, that's why, that's why people, some people in jail, not because they're murderers, they, 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 naturally they don't kill folk. But the emotions got high, and right in the midst of conflict, they just took out a gun and shot somebody, and now they figure they got dead in 30, 40 years in jail, and, and that's not even their nature. But their emotions were high. That's why when you're dealing with conflict, time is in, timing is important. Knowing when to address conflict, knowing when my emotions are high, not to run in this building on fire. Wait before I run in here. I'll wait till this fire is out. And if we do that, we'll be better. All right? And, and so tonight in my conclusion, we'll always deal with conflict as long as we live. So we should do our best to deal with conflict in our families and in our lives. We're going to always deal with it. 
you may deal with deal with conflict tomorrow. You may deal with it next week. You may it is just coming. You just got to know how to deal with conflict. It's important that you know. And it's important that you pray and let God lead you with how to deal with conflicts, whether it's your family, friends, or whatever. Lord, how how should I deal with this? And I'm here to tell you, he'll give you how to deal with it. And sometimes he'll open that thing where you can have that conversation. But the conflict will be there. Uh, You'll have conflict and stuff, but you just got to know how to deal with conflict. Uh, The good news is uh, some way, uh, families and 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 people always find a way to get past conflict. Uh, sometimes there's some that's just hard cases and they don't want to get past it. But for the most part, we most of the time find ways to get past conflict with with family and friends and 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 loved ones and people. We find a way to get past it. Um, uh, you know, we we get we find ways to shake it. Uh, you know, I, I can attest over my life, 62, I've had conflicts uh, with, with people before. I've had conflicts with, uh, I've had conflicts with, um, I've had conflicts with family members and, and others. Uh, we didn't see eye to eye or something was said or done. I didn't agree with it. Uh, or some I may have said done, they didn't agree with it or whatever. And we, 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 we talked it out. Sometimes we talked it out in the time that we probably shouldn't have talked about it, but we talked about it and, and had the conflicts and agreements. But I, I'm grateful to God that we've always uh, we've always come back to the grown up side and and dealt with it from the grown up place and and from the spiritual place. Watch this, and from the saved place because you shouldn't you shouldn't be saved and want conflict. To be everlasting. All right. I, I really said something then. You shouldn't be saved and want conflict to be everlasting. I need I need some amens in this in, on this thing here. Uh, somebody needs to say amen to that. You should not be saved and and want conflicts to be everlasting. There's times when conflicts, when when you feel and, and the Lord leads you in this right time, that's the time you need to go. Sometimes you need to say, you know, let's talk, let's have a conversation, let's see what what what's going on. How can we resolve this? And watch this. And if you know where we make mistakes at sometimes is when people come to us and say, well, you know, you you did you did thus and so, and. What we make mistakes at is we try to convince people that we didn't do it. We don't know. That's how they felt. That's what they felt we did. So we try and tell them, no, I didn't do that. No, that's the wrong approach. See, you're not helping conflict. That's that's not how you approach it. If 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 I came to you and said, you know what, you really offended me. Okay, what did I do? Well, you said thus and so. Or you said this. Then I take on the posture where you just need to get over it. Because I, I meant every word I said, and I don't remember doing that anyway. That That's not helping. 
that's not going to resolve anything. Sometimes you got to be you got to be spiritual and you got to be spiritual to the place that you will back up and say, you know what? I don't remember doing that. And if I did, it wasn't my intentions. That's not what I meant. And that's not how I, I wanted you to feel. So please forgive me. I'm sorry. I beg your pardon. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't I, that you even felt that way. I, I am sorry. That's how you deal with that. Not, not, you know, I, I, I ain't thinking about you. And if you don't like what I said, you can just hit the rope. No, you don't do that. Now I understand. I understand unsaved folk doing like that. But I don't. I don't get saved folk doing that. And then letting it go on and on. I don't. I don't get that. You saved. Say the Spirit of God is in you. You feel with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, and then nah, 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 nah. I, don't, I don't get that. You know, I don't get that. I've, I've had people sometimes come and say, "Well, you know, uh, even members sometimes come and say, Pastor, uh, can I talk to you? All right. Well, you know, you you said something, and you did this, and and it really hurt my feelings. And I didn't tell them, well, just get over it. I'm the pastor." And you can find another church. I didn't do that. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And, you know, I'm sorry. And, and, and what it does, watch this, and I'm trying to get out of here, y'all. What it does is it helps us to be more conscious of the things we do the next time around. Because everyone, everyone is different. I, you know, got kids, grandkids. My grandkids are different. I have to deal with every one of them different. Now I tell them, I'm gonna whoop you. I'm gonna get you. But I have to deal with all of them different because they got different personalities. They deal different ways. You got to know how to deal with 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 people, family members, or whoever differently. You just can't go after everybody with that same oh oh. You can't do that with everybody. Some people, you have to deal with them. You got to know the people that you're dealing with. And when people bring stuff to your attention, you you can't be like, you know, well, I, I, y'all just get over it. No, sometimes you got to, you got to back up, humble yourself, and say, you know what? Uh, I am so sorry. I, I, could, I probably could have dealt with that a totally different way. I could have handled that differently. You win your brother. You win your sister. You you break you break the back of the enemy when you deal with stuff like that. And so let's learn to, to deal with conflict. Let's learn to deal with whether it's family or just dealing with conflict altogether. We talked about family, but we're talking about every area of our lives. Some of you, family and, and, and then your friends and acquaintances, the people that you know. Let's just learn to deal with with things different, we, you don't, you know, you don't know um, how how you affecting people, and sometimes we can be the way we want to be. Usually, when I'm when I'm trying to, um, when I'm going through those those kind of periods and moments in my life, I try to stay away from people. I try not to go if if I know I got a well, I'm gonna say it. If I know I got a bad attitude that day, I try not to hang around folks. 
I try not to even go there because I know uh, my posture. Just everything about me is, is not right. Uh, I, I'll be transparent with you. One time we were having we were having dinner, and uh, I, I think I spoke to everybody, but I, I went to my room. I didn't come out of my room, and uh, Copas was on there. She was laughing. She's like, you know what? I'm going to pray for you all. <laughs> what, what are you praying about? I'll pray for you because you can be as cold as ice water when you want to be. And that's true. That, that was true at the time. That was very true. You know, I've, I've uh, life, I told you time, life has changed a lot of that for me. It has. And, and being in the hospital and, and not knowing if you're going to be here, that's changed a lot of that for me. Because before some of that, man, I could, I can make you feel like, you know, you you really don't, I really don't want to be bothered right now with nobody. So don't say nothing to me. Don't don't come around me. I don't feel like talking. And, and you know, days feel like, but I, I had it, you know, early on I had it bad. But I'm not like that now. But I'm just saying we, we have to know that that is the truth. And you have to you have to deal with that. You have to deal with you, and and sometimes we can be the way we want to be, and sometimes you just have to you got to ask. The co-pastor says you got to get in that prayer closet. You got to pray and say, God, I, I need I need you to change some things about me because this is this is not not good, and I don't want people to see me like this because that's not really who I am, and I don't want family to see me or whoever. Uh, and and learn to deal with the conflict. And if you deal with it, you'll be fine. All right? Well, I'm going to get out of here. I pray and trust that you got some out of this tonight. Uh, I don't know why, and, and I've, I've taught this before, and uh, well, not in Bible study, but on, on my Monday night check-ins. And so I, I just, I don't know, um, I felt led to do it tonight. I don't know why. I, I was had something else uh there and, and that that just kept dropping in my spirit. So I said, "Well, I'm gonna do it again uh, for Bible study tonight because I don't know uh, this may be something that somebody really needs tonight. Maybe something that somebody really needs tonight, and I don't know who who it is, but somebody probably need to hear this tonight, so they'll be able to deal with some stuff and and uh, you know move on and, and and once you move on." Once you resolve the conflict and stuff, let it go. Yeah, let it go and 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 let's love each other. Uh, let's love each other while we got each other, family, friends, whoever, because we don't know if we're gonna have each other tomorrow. So let's love each other while we got each other. All right, let's let's do that. You got we got each other right now, and we better love each other while we got each other now. I just saw on the news, and I'm, I'm going to pray. Um, lady, I think it was yesterday, uh, here in Atlanta, a, a mother is distraught. She is crying. Her nine-year-old, I stopped because a baby, uh, her son was nine-year-old. His name is King. So, of course, that caught my attention because my grandson's name is King. And he was nine years old, and he said to his mother yesterday, uh, I'm going to go outside and play for a little while. 
about six some in the evening. And um, she said, all right. And he said, I love you. She said, I love you too. And she said, within five minutes, within five minutes, they were knocking on her door saying he had been shot. Somebody shot him in the chest and he's dead. Think about that. I mean, we got to love each other while we got each other. We, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what next week's hold. We don't know what the day holds. And we don't want to be going through life saying, I wish I would have talked to them or I wish I would have gotten this correct or whatever. Don't, we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that, um, you know, we, we're in the right place. All right. Well, the Lord bless you and the Lord keep it. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you tonight. I thank you for your the word and we thank you for this study tonight. God, and I pray that you would help all of us to be conscious of the fact that conflicts are natural. They do happen. But cause us to be able to deal with the conflicts, how to avoid them, how to eliminate it in some areas, God, and when to deal with. Give us the wisdom and the know-how of what to say and when to say it, how it should be said. Give us the words of wisdom, the word of the wise. Help us to be able to say words in season, God, that will help things and help people. And then, God, help us to be able to deal with ourselves that we'll know how to deal with one another, how to deal with the conflicts in life and those things that come. We pray for families. We pray for friends. We pray for relationships. Tonight, God, that where there is conflict, that, God, you will bring about healing. Let healing come. Heal tonight those areas that need to be healed. Heal those persons that need to be healed, God, emotionally, mentally, physically. God, do those things and bring a togetherness. God, even now, we pray that you would do it and have your way. And we'll thank you, God, that you're causing us to grow spiritually in you, to be able to deal with things and move because we don't want anything to hinder our blessing and our favor. And we'll thank you and give your name praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining today's podcast. If you want to reach Pastor Dennis Martin, you can email him at pastordmartin at gmail.com. If you would like to support the podcast, use the cash app, the dollar sign R-R-C-O-G-I-C. For more information about the ministry, visit our website at rrcogic.com.